What's up, everybody? Greatest show on dirt coming to you live from the CB Studios. I'm your host, Quentin. Today is uh, going to be part two of like our free agent offseason talk. I think I uploaded yesterday's episode. It was about 20 minutes, and we just went over kind of uh, the gist of what the offseason looked like. But today, now, if you've, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you'll remember that in the early episodes, I had a co-host <laughs> that came on with me every day, and that was Courtney. She is my baseball-loving wife, and she is with us in the studio. Courtney, what's up? Hello, everyone. Happy to be back. Yeah, if you haven't listened to some of those early episodes... Uh, you're missing out. You're, you are <laughs> missing out a little bit. She's way funnier than I am. She for sure doesn't breathe as heavy into the mic <laughs> as I do. <laughs> so, I mean, and she's a treat, you know? She, uh, she grew up on Long Island, so she grew up a Yankees fan. And then, you know, when the Cubs were going to their World Series in 2016 and got really good in 2015, she was by my side just like you would want any wife to be. That's sweet. You know, like we were going into battle, you know. I Just name any, like, iconic duo, whether it's, like, Lucy and Desi or who are, like, iconic duos. (laughs) Do you know what's really bad? What? Really, like horrible couples come to mind first like Whitney and Bobby I thought Ike and Tina I immediately thought Ike and Tina and then I was like oh this isn't going well like we're really good couples and then I was like Nick Offerman oh Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally yeah so Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally they're like the best couple ever if that could be us, like, I think we could rule the world. Or, like, George Clooney and his hot wife. Oh, yeah, because she's, like, a genius, yeah. dude. She's, like, works with, like, international affairs we with, like, the UN. We have a lot of similarities. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, of course, like, you've got, like, Justin Verlander and Kate Upton. You know, that's a baseball dynamic duo. Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. Yeah, or what couple. about Ben Zobris and his wife, who's, like, the country oh, music singer? Oh, they're sweet. Yeah, but I don't like country. But I like Ben. Yeah, yeah, Ben Zobris is great. There are a lot of good iconic duos out there, but you've also got food duos like peanut, peanut butter, butter and jelly. You <gasps> um, said that at the same yeah. time. Uh, fish sticks and macaroni and cheese. That's no, one of my that iconic duos. Not fish sticks and mac and cheese. Food and wine. Or wine and wine <laughs> if you just don't have or any food. Or if you're like me, wine and wine. Exactly. Because <laughs> sometimes it's a little more fun to just do the thing on an empty stomach because yeah. you want to get your money's worth out of it, you yeah, know? Yeah, absolutely. Because I figure if you've got like a $100 bottle of wine, you probably want to drink the whole thing on an empty stomach. How often do I get a $100 well, bottle I'm of I'm just wine. hypothetically, you know, I'm not a wine drinker <laughs> per se, but um, that's it. But listen. Has our budget gone up and I didn't know about our it? Our budget for the podcast no for my wine binging oh possible <laughs> sure why not whatever it takes to get you on the podcast as often as possible yeah. we'll do it More you know wine. um so i guess what we'll do is let's just kind of jump into like kind of what's going on with the free agency and stuff like that okay so and we'll just kind of go over it so i pretty much like I went over a lot of like the basic stuff that was going on yesterday, like how there were so many free agents, people weren't signing and stuff like that. And as I kind of get in today's episode, I kind of want to approach it from the fans side of this whole thing. Like me, I'm more of a fan, less of a baseball connoisseur. Yeah. And you know, here's kind of what I'm getting into. I feel like in Major League Baseball, there's this great divide between like you've got these new age like numbers people Mm -hmm. and just like your old classic baseball people that just want to watch baseball. Mm. And that divide, 
Right. And, and exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So that divide isn't necessarily made up of age as much. It's, it's just like how you enjoy the sport Yeah, and trying to really dig into like what's happening in the baseball market right now. is super confusing because a lot of articles we read out there go into like luxury taxes and you know how much you should pay a player per win above replacement. Right. And I'm just kind of like, I don't really get that because as a fan, I just want to watch good competitive baseball. Sure. And one of my biggest concerns in this free agent market is that a lot of this stuff like isn't showing right now. There are 170 ish like free agents in baseball right now. And spring training starts in a month. Yeah, That's scary. This thing starts in one month. Right. Right. And what we saw last year when guys that signed late is either they had bad seasons or got off to a really slow start. Sure. Like one of the things I compare it to is like when I wake up early on a Monday morning, right? If you don't get me my strawberry Pop-Tarts and my Lucky Charms immediately, my whole workday is going to be thrown off, right? (laughs) And all of a sudden, like I can't work. I'm at my desk and I can't do anything. So essentially what you've got is like I'm the baseball player and spring training is a bowl of Lucky Charms. Oh. And... The reason why, like, a lot of this stuff really isn't showing competitive is because, like, Yasmani Grandal is the best catcher on the market. He only got a one-year contract. And what that one-year contract kind of tells me is, like, I guess a lot of people didn't want him because he was had for super cheap. So when I go into this off-season, like, free agent market, my number one concern is what fans think. So Jake Arrieta posted a couple days ago. He was like... This isn't verbatim, but he basically said, hey, to all you one- to three-year players, just know that you're not going to get paid what you were promised once you become a free agent. Why did he say that? Oh, is he still, like, better? Well, yeah, of course. He totally feels like he should have got more than what he signed, a three-year, $75 million contract. Yeah. So, like, he pretty much – ooh, I'm pretty sure I just took a gulp in the mic. Sorry, guys. (laughs) If you're in your car, you just heard me take a big old drink of water. (laughs) Yeah, what can crazy. I say? We're not. Hey, I'm not a sound guru here. You know what I'm saying? Not but, a big sound uh, guy. No, nah, <laughs> not a big much anything. Well, I'm guy. not a big numbers guy, so I don't really watch baseball based on the numbers either. But here's, I guess what I'm getting at is this: when looking at this off season thing, some people want to point blame to the players. So, for example, most of your responses to J.K. Arrieta's tweet were kind of just like, "Bro, you get That's paid you. millions of dollars to play a kid's game." Like, I, like... A kid's game. Yeah, like, I package boxes on a FedEx assembly line for 10 bucks an hour, and you're complaining about you made $30 million last year. Do you have any idea what a $30 million direct deposit looks like? Like, I know what my bi-weekly direct no. deposit looks like, but, like, if you make $30 million a year, like, your direct deposit bi-weekly is probably, like, $3 million. They don't even know when payday is. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it has no We're idea. counting down till Friday, and they're like, oh, we got paid? Yeah. Interesting. Listen, when you make so much money, you have to have an accountant. Me, I wake up in the morning, I put my thumbprint on my phone, and I'm like, so that negative balance, so when does it actually <laughs> hurt me? Like, when do I How start getting can I float this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, like... It, a lot of times your bank statement's like processing and you're like, wait, so I'm in the negative. Am I my really? Negative, yeah, because yeah. my negative's only processing. So I'm like, dude, this thing can last a couple of days. But like, I just wonder like with like Jason Hayward, his direct deposit's like $1.7 million. Does he wake up 
let's say Jason Hayward I gets paid. I think it's paid. all relative, though. Well, let's say, hypothetically, that Jason Hayward gets paid on the 15th and the 30th. But let's say the 15th. Does that happen? They don't get lump sums? Like, they really get paydays? I have no idea. Honestly, I'm just <laughs> embellishing this at this point. But, like, do you think, do you think like, a Major League Baseball player gets pissed, like, if payday lands on a Saturday, but they don't get paid till Monday? I think it depends on how recklessly they spend, yeah. And they're just like, damn it, I didn't get paid today. What's up? And then they call, like, their HR person who's like, listen, <laughs> until my $1.7 million is in, like, you can kiss my butt because I'm not coming to work. Why would I mean, you I not pay me? I think it's all relative. Like, don't you remember when we first graduated college and we were making, like, 30 grand a year and we were thinking, like, that's not so bad, right? And we somehow made it work and you spend what you have. Now we're making... 31,000. No, I'm just Great raise. Great raise. <laughs> That's a good raise, right? My boss told me they said you get a 0.005% raise. <laughs> But they were like, if you move the decimal places over, that's 5%. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I was never a numbers sure, guy. Sure, of course. Not a big numbers well, how guy. They, how they gave me a baseball podcast, yeah. I couldn't tell you. And now I'll be 30 and I'm making yeah. 32 and really happy. Are you doing great. I'm like halfway <laughs> to 70 right now. And, um, you know, my pay went down last year. What can I say? Um, <laughs> we're just so, joking. But so did major- I feel like I should say that. We're, <laughs> we're just joking. We Please. make more like Jason Hayward. Please make your donations out to the greatest show on dirt <laughs> at gmail.com. Please and thank you. Um, but you know who else's salary went down last year? Major League Baseball players. Yeah. And so that's caused a little bit of like uh, frustration. You know, it's kind of caused a divide between the two sides. And definitely like when fans look at it, fans don't really subscribe to like, oh, you only got paid 30 million yeah, instead I'm of so 40 sorry. million. Like we really don't care. But I think what's happening right now is when I look at like who to blame for the situation because mm-hmm. that's what you know is usually the case like some people blame the owners and some people pay the players i believe that most of this falls on the owners and here's why i think that okay so much conversation happens about players shouldn't talk because that's just the market like the going rate for a baseball player is 30 million dollars or 5 million dollars or whatever it's like the market rate Exactly. And markets change, right? Sure. With, like you figure like an economy changes, like that probably includes like baseball or whatever, where like pay would probably change. But what gets me with it is major league baseball revenues are up. They're at an all time record high of over 10 billion last year. So as hmm. MLB revenues go up, baseball players on average are getting paid less. And what scares me about well, that's interesting. Why you would think that it would be, it would mirror it, right? Revenue goes up, so salaries could potentially go up. Yeah. Now, and here's what's happened with that. Because just 10 seconds ago, I said I blame the owners. But then you could easily look at the other part of the story and say, maybe I don't blame the owners. Because, for example, some high coming into last season, out of the top five highest paid players, I think one of them was Albert Pujols, who's completely useless on a baseball field, but still (laughs) getting paid as if he's in his prime. And also Yoan Cespedes of the New York Mets, who is all, he just can't stay healthy on a baseball field. Yeah. And so part of the reason why a person probably can't blame the owners is because right now the situation that the Los Angeles Angels are in, they can't really move on and sign big names because they still owe Albert Pujols until he turns 42, like 28 to $30 million a year. So they're crippled by his contract. And they can't like, buy him out somehow no because in baseball it's guaranteed money so there is no buyout yeah. in this part of his contract so that was a test you passed 
Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the did. first time that's happened. I knew that. I knew that answer. <laughs> my GPA is about like, my GPA in college was like Albert Pujols' war last year. I think it was like 0.05 or something. <laughs> but So you can't really blame an owner for that because they're going to get axed. So when you look at a guy like Bryce Harper, you're like, well, he's a sure bet because he's only 26. <laughs> yeah. But there are guys like Grady Sizemore and Andrew Jones who got hurt when they were young. So... In one hand, you look at it and you're like, well, I would be scared to sign that contract. But then in the other hand, baseball, I mean, when you're a human athlete, things could go right or things could go wrong no well, matter course. what. There's always the unknown. So I still kind of lean towards the owners needing to fix this situation because as it sits right now. Well, where's the extra money going to? The owners? Oh, yeah. They're just... They're just profiting. Yeah, yeah. They're profiting more money. Yeah. Right? So, like... So, wouldn't it be incentive for them to pay them as little as possible so they could make more? You would think so, right? You would think so. Pay... Because that's a business, right? Like, what I, I don't know business terms, but, like, your overhead. Like, if you're manufacturing skateboards or whatever, like, you want to make them as cheap as possible so right. you can make more profit. But I feel like what happens in baseball... That's, that's, that feels so dirty to me, though. Like that's just, it just feels dirty. And in a sense, I feel like any company that like makes it, you want to make things as cheap as possible. But like, in a sense, you want to make those stuff as efficiently as possible because I don't think it's like inherently a sin to like succeed in business. If you can make things as cost efficient as possible. But I think what Major League Baseball is doing is they're not listening to the whole picture. Right. And the, uh, the collective bargaining agreement between the players union and Major League Baseball expires at the end of the 2021 season. And you've got a lot of frustrated um, athletes, but you also have decreased attendance at baseball games right now. So I feel like a lot of these people have their head too far into spreadsheets and they're not looking on the outside saying, hey, what do we need to do? Because it's harder than ever to go watch a Major League Baseball game because tickets are going up in price. Yeah. Concessions are. are going up in price. Mm-hmm. But somehow those owners are pocketing more money and paying my favorite players less money. So I'm spending my hard-earned money to go watch my favorite athletes, but that money's not going to the athlete more if it's going to the team. Yeah, I don't know. I have a hard time feeling bad for either party though, right? Like who are who are we mad at? The rich the rich athletes or the richer owners? I don't know. I feel like the fans are the ones that suffer the most. Yep. And that's the thing. And somebody before Major League Baseball cannot go on another strike. It absolutely cannot happen. I'll go in and play for him. I'll play for him. <laughs> it won't be good baseball. It'll be like a league of their own, except I'm not really good at playing baseball. So it'll be not like a league of their yeah. own at all. <laughs> I kind of figure with me trying to play Major League Baseball is just like me going in a Cracker Barrel and trying to win at that little peg game. And I leave five pegs on there and it's like, you're a dummy. I don't know, babe. For a 35-year-old man, you're in pretty good shape. Oh, thanks. And yeah, you also you know? walk around the... <laughs> for all of your listeners, you also uh, tidbit of information on Quentin. He walks around the house thinking he's a pitcher. So at any given time, he's like winding up and, and throwing pitches. So 100%. it's like you're practicing for the strike already. I don't know if you know some insider knowledge or... I think I could do it. Listen, I have linked up <laughs> my men- my mental game yeah. with like my physical game. I can do a perfect... Chris Sale delivery, okay. Andrew Miller delivery, 
Corey Kluber I'm working on. Jake Arrieta, I can do a perfect Jake Arrieta delivery. Clayton Kershaw, pretty good. You're working on Bryce Hopper. Bryce Harper's hair. I wish. I do my best on Bryce Harper's hair. Um, Bryce Harper's batting stance as well. For sure. Oh, yeah, you do pretend like you're swinging quite a bit. Oh, 100%. I'm swinging all the time. Yeah, you're pitching, swinging. You're ready. Put me in, coach. Major League Baseball, if you need a guy to replace Bryce Harper. And you'll take way less money. Yeah. And you won't even tweet about it. I'll tell you this way. You give me, hey, you give me $35,000 a year in free hot dogs and I'll come play baseball for you. (laughs) Well, no, 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 no. That was really bad uh, negotiation bad skills. <laughs> yeah. Should I ask for more? Yeah. At least the league minimum. Yeah. Okay. The league minimum is like $580,000. Right. Think. Yeah. You're huge. shorting yourself quite a yeah. bit. <laughs> the, my, uh, my only concern is like, I'm very, you know, like Bryce Harper's like name brand. Like Bryce Harper's like a Mercedes and I'm kind of like a used Kia Optima. No, you're a huge, you're a used Honda. Yeah, I'm a used Honda. Nothing I am a wrong used with Honda. That. I'm a used Honda because I'm, I have a lot of miles on me because I'm 35 mm-hmm. and my knees creak like a floor of an antique shop. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to take you to where you need to go. Yep. And there's really going to be no complaints. You're reliable and you're still a looker. Yeah, I'm like the tiny house of baseball players. Okay. You know what I mean? Super efficient. What can I say? Yeah. I think the data's there for it. <laughs> um, Sorry, I derailed you, but. I don't even remember what I was talking about at this point. Um, but yeah, um, we have no idea, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I just don't, I'm super, I just, with your average sports fan, not really giving a shit about baseball, that further like puts in my head that baseball can't afford to go on a strike. So at this point, the relationship between the players union and major league baseball is super strained, Mm -hmm. but if anyone needs to do whatever it takes to figure it out. Major League Baseball needs to figure this out because in one hand, I can sit back and tell players, hey, this is the market. This is what we're paying you. Right. But when revenues are at an all-time high and fan attendance is decreasing, by Major League Baseball not paying players what they want, I could easily look at Major League Baseball and go, hey, this is the market rate. If you guys want to make your fans happy and succeed – you're going to need to pay these guys because you have the money to pay these guys. If we paid them more, do you think they would start doing tricks like football players? So maybe some viewership would increase. So, you know, (laughs) I don't know why I keep bringing up League of Their Own. No, no, bring it up. But you know how when they didn't want to come and watch women play baseball on the League of Their Own and then they started doing those weird tricks like doing splits and doing cartwheels to catch the ball and like just like kind of showing out. Well, football players kind of do the same thing, right? In the end zone, doing their dances we were watching football yesterday and I swear it was like a dance show half of the time so I feel like if baseball players maybe not put on more of a show I'm not saying like do some dance moves but just kind of we're more excitable and and maybe if they were paid more they'd be more apt to be more showy or something I honestly like I think when you started saying that you were kind of joking but no I'm being dead serious okay what you said I'm taking dead serious because I barely ever watch football but like baseball's got their priorities all screwed yeah. up. Football players get paid less than baseball players. One, they and they're have out there doing fun. the Dougie. And two, they're allowed to do more. Listen, I saw promo videos yesterday before the AFC title game. Terry Bradshaw was in the trunk of a car. He drank a half quart of motor oil because he thought it was hooch. And I'm like, baseball would never do this stuff. Right. I don't know why. I don't know if they just take it more seriously. Like, there's more tradition with baseball. They do. They do. I mean, 
for goodness sakes, like you can't even have facial hair and play for the New York Yankees. So, I mean, I think maybe there's different standards. I have low standards myself. I don't hold myself to very high standards. So I would enjoy entertainment like that, but maybe they think that they're just like above it. We need to be more professional, but I love for more bat flips, more celebration, more kind of like taunting. That's kind of up my alley. I think we need it like Chris Bryant. Not aggressive, but just fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chris Bryant said it the other day when he was joking at the Cups convention and he was like oh I would never want to go play in St. Louis St. Louis is so boring Cups Cardinals rivalry like that's what you want right yeah, like funny. this is good talk but Yachty Molina gets on social media and is like I can't believe the disrespect only only loser players would say stuff like that <laughs> he had player. a very Trumpian response to it like only loser players very would sad. disrespect a city yeah, and I'm like sad. one Chris Bryant didn't disrespect your city or anyone yeah. and two like, he just said have fun with it. You just called them a bunch of disrespectful losers because they're having fun. And it's players like Yadier Molina, who I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but it's players like that that need to be out of this league as quick as possible. Because as soon as they can retire and these young kids can come in, well, yeah, we can have these way more fun. year olds are going to come in wanting to have some fun. And I feel like it's a total buzzkill for them to come in. And, I, and you know what? If you want to get more young people involved with baseball and fill up the stands a little more make tickets a little cheaper for everybody else then have a little more fun yeah I mean it was all about that video that King Griffey Jr. made with MLB last year where he had his hat on backwards and he was like let the kids play yeah let the kids be themselves and do what they want to do and ideally when you come up to you know big changes like in a collective bargaining agreement I think it's on MLB to make to do what they have to do to avoid a strike yeah because if you cause your players to strike and the players walk off the field, it's obviously you're not paying them up to market value. And so you've got to pay them the market value. And I'm sorry, but if Major League Baseball is not making you enough billions of dollars more in your bank account, then go do something else, man. Go put tires on Ford Explorers and let them flip. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man, but you're, you're ruining the game right now because fans are put in this situation. And the only sport... Out of all the major North American sports that constantly get media coverage for saying, hey, how do we make baseball fun again? How do we make this fun? Why don't people watch it? How do we market the game more? It's Major League Baseball because everyone knows that they're doing it wrong and no one wants to watch them. And at some point, Major League Baseball is going to say, we got to pay these guys, we got to market these guys, and we got to make this fun because you know who really loves baseball? Baseball fans. Right. But if you're a casual sports fan, you probably love college football and NFL and NBA. But it's like baseball is kind of like that, the black sheep of the family where it's like, uh, I meet more hockey fans now yeah. than I do baseball well, fans. Well, there's, like, cele- there's more celebration around it, right? I feel like football, it's like Sunday football, the Super Bowl, which is on my birthday this year, but it's more of like national things where people come and gather. People don't really gather to watch baseball games anymore. Like, I don't think people care when it's the World Series, but people will take off work for the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, big so time. It's, it's different. And that's sort of what irks me so much about this money talk in Major League Baseball letting there be 170 free agents and owners not doing their job because, granted, financially, baseball's a very successful league, but I love baseball because I grew up playing baseball when I was a kid, so I've essentially been involved in baseball for 30 years, We both were. And if we want baseball to be really good 30 years from now, that's fine. 
then like it's important to like continue to take care of this game and not look at short term financial gains as opposed to like, hey, how is the how is our social landscape changing when it comes to um, pop culture? You know how we live our lives in this like I'm on my cell phone all the time market and like I get it like baseball still sort of living in that realm where like polio was a concern people drove <laughs> model t's and climbed up a telephone pole like on green acres to make a phone call like listen pal we have sliced bread and high-speed internet people live their lives a little bit differently sure. and the fact that yasiel Puig gets condemned by baseball fans that in one hand will say, oh, yeah, baseball needs to be more fun, but they hate Yasiel Puig because he sticks his tongue out. That amplifies to me so much more Major League Baseball just having the most boring offseason yeah. and teams not trying to win. 14 teams last year out of 30 all finished under 500. They were losers, in the words of Yadi Molina and Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, they're losers. So how the hell are you going to tell me there are 170 free agents and Bryce Harper and Manny Machado are still free agents when there were 14 teams that were that were losers last year that lost more than they won. But nobody just wants these guys. And I'm not saying it's collusion, but all I'm saying is there are some tightwads up there that are only looking at baseball when it comes to data. If you were to sign Bryce Harper, he's, he's a return on investment. He will make you a ton of money just by bringing fans out. But I truly don't think there's collusion. But I just think that... I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what – maybe everyone's not getting together and saying let's not pay these guys. But I think independently of each other, they're just like that's just a dumb idea and I don't want to sign people because I think I can put a winning product on the field and make even more money. But I still know out there that fans are pissed. Last season, Pittsburgh Pirates fans were signing petitions to get the owner to resign and sell the team because he wasn't trying. That's sad. Yeah. So <laughs> That's it's really sad. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but something's got to be done with it for sure. But I think here's probably what I'm going to close this little episode out of ours is. Our little rant. <laughs> yeah. Major League Baseball to succeed. Yeah. Relies on fans. Normal, everyday, working class fans. Right. Like Courtney. Yeah. And when you've got a sport to where revenue is increasing but player salary is either staying the same or lowering and at the same price ticket prices are going up and prices at concessions are going up it's like these two people are battling within themselves and simply put the fan they're just being forgotten about it's harder than ever to enjoy it's getting harder to enjoy baseball to go to the game and enjoy baseball well you almost wonder like what is it for now right if it's not for the fans because all of these decisions, I think, are being made without the fans in mind. What a, What's the objective of baseball now? Is it to get the owners rich, to get the players rich, to look good on paper? Or is it for that nostalgic kind of experience where the fans are glorified? I don't think so anymore. Yeah, because, I mean, they're just... Just no, no one's taking the fans into consideration, and I can't fault the players for wanting more money. Because now, granted, the analogy I'm about to paint is pretty far fetched, but let's say I'm, let's say, I make seventy thousand dollars a year, mm -hmm. and I'm asking for a raise, and if I don't get a raise, I'm like super pissed and throwing a fit, and I'm on social media complaining about whatever. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, but there, there are people like in third world countries that would look at me and say. 
I mean, you have running water. Sure. That's why I said like, it's all relative. You don't have to go find like a goat and kill it, right? It is all relative. It is. So somehow like in us fans, like we want to condemn baseball players for asking for more money when we ask for more money in our job, mm-hmm. right? But the only reason why I still find fault in that logic is because Major League Baseball relies on your fan that makes $50,000 a year. Sure. So no matter what reality is, if that fan's not happy, then Jake's not getting his big paycheck and Major League Baseball's not going to continue to make more and more money. So it comes to the point where you've got to do what like Blockbuster Video didn't, right? Oh, RIP. Yeah, all the Blockbuster Video, RIP. But you've got to, you've even though you're not at the curve that's going to, throw your car off the cliff. Sure. You need to make adjustments before that happens. And that might not happen until 10 or 20 years from now, but you've got to see far enough ahead to, you know, make these sort of changes mm-hmm. to make it to where fans are really happy because a lot of fans are getting frustrated right now over the free agent offseason and players not getting paid. And they're either griping about the players wanting more money or griping about the owners for not competing. And when the collective bargaining agreement comes around in 2021, because players and fans are kind of getting so frustrated right now, if baseball goes on strike in 2021, it could be worse than the 94 strike. So bad because people just might not come back. Right. Because football's really good. Right. And people love hockey, you know? (laughs) Now they do. Yeah. Especially if you're Canadian. Yeah. We'll close this podcast up. Courtney, Quentin, Grady Show Under, live from the Sweet Bee Studios. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll get this uploaded and see you guys next time. Take care.